Watch what crap is, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? It's hot, nice, good-hearted, um, no-smell-farted. It's Ben Mandelker. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How's it going over there, babe? Oh, my God. It's so good. How's it going over there? Good. I'm closing all these windows on my desktop because Close there's a lot going on there. Windows. Close them. I don't need to be on Amazon during a... I'm like, hmm, I wonder. Bamboo sheets. If they say they're 100% bamboo, but they're not hard, what am I supposed to think? Oh, and I mm-hmm. saw that you just noti- you just silenced your notifications. That's really? That sweet of you. Yes. Oh, you saw my text? Yeah, because I keep forgetting that I can actually put Do Not Disturb on when we, when we record. <laughs> so that way, things like in yesterday's Below Deck Adventure recap, when my mom texted about, like, they saved gay marriage or whatever, it doesn't interrupt my flow with the show. <laughs> Look at us being so professional that we talk about how professional we are. <laughs> Before the show At begins. the start of the show. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. It's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Day. We are on demand today, so we're on video. Hello. Um, our other video this week was Potomac. Super fun episode of Potomac, so go check that out. Thanks to everyone who listens or watches while listening and watching. You know, listens to the bonuses and everything on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who shows up for Take a Seat on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific on Spotify Live. That's super fun to talk to you guys and hang out with you. And um, we'll be doing that again this Monday. And I think that's all for announcements, right, Ben? Um, there's a lot of new stuff actually about to happen here. Our schedules are kind of changing. We're doing Below Deck Adventure now. The real Below Deck, I think, is coming back, or the regular flavor is coming back next week. Um, there's some new like dating show that looks fucking crazy. Or, do you want to watch that? I mean, what are we doing with that? I don't know. Yeah, because we've got below, we got classic Below Deck coming back. We have Love Without Borders, whatever that is. Bravo's latest attempt to do dating. We've got um, Southern Hospitality. And then uh, not too long after, in December, I think December 9th or so, Real Housewives of Miami is back. That's four new shows. And as far as I can tell, all the shows that are on the air right now, maybe Winter House. Winter House had a short season last year, so maybe that's going to wrap up in a little bit. Maybe it's going to sort of like, um, maybe Winter House will segue into Southern Hospitality. But um, yeah, I don't know. We have to figure it out. Plus, there's there's just tons of shows on right now. We're not going to be able to watch everything that everyone wants us to watch. Unfortunately, that is the situation. The good news is that Bravo is doing great and they have a lot of shows on right now. The bad news is we can't cover them all. So we're just going to try to cover the ones that make us laugh the most with the, the with the biggest uh, with the ratio of like idiots to laughter is really high. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the we need to have as many idiots as possible. So, yes. you know, that's what, we're, that's what we're leaning into right now. 
Has- but we did discuss uh, family karma on the past two take a seats a little bit um, with all of you guys there. So check that out um, on Spotify. Just search for take a seat. You can always listen to the old episodes too. And Real Housewives of Durban, by the way, we also talked about Real Housewives of Durban on Take a Seat. So if you want to weigh in about that show, because Bravo is airing the Real Housewives of Durban on Friday nights. The first yeah. episode's already aired. So come to Take a Seat Straight. because we often are able to chat about shows we are not able to get to on the main feed on Take a Seat. Yes. Um, and until then, I may be a bad Mormon, but I'm always a good time. Yeah. Weirdest opening lines on this show. So um, we start with Lisa Barlow. Hi, Jock. Hi, Jock. So Lisa's sitting there with her son, Henry, doing homework or something. And her second child, uh, Jack, comes in. And her third child, that fucking big gulp from Chick-fil-A. Whatever. (laughs) That thing is as big as a toddler. Like, I get that you love your Diet Coke, but lady... I mean, it looks like a lamp base. It's so big. <laughs> I feel like Lara Spencer's going to come in and be like, oh, you found this at a flea market? Okay, cool. Let's put a shade on it and sell it in New York City. It is humongous. And I love that Barlow's just like, well, whatever. You know, styrofoam, who cares? It's like, <laughs> it's like you could, how many landfills has Lisa Barlow filled? Because that is a lot of styrofoam. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm just good at filling things. So, um, you so know, then, why? I just want to be closer to God and styrofoam. That's my storyline this season. God made styrofoam, so it's up for me to use it for God. <laughs> On hey. the sixth day, God made styrofoam. <laughs> so, um, John is watching Lisa with Henry, and she, he's like, Hey, so, um, what are you guys making? And she goes, I don't know, but Henry's good at telling me I suck at it. So I don't know. <laughs> hey, you got your scriptures. <laughs> so Lisa, um, she starts talking about how she wants to get back into doing scriptures and Bible study once a week. And she goes, hey, you know, Heather, you know, Heather. Yeah. So I auditioned for her choir because that's her way of feeling connected to the church still, you know, while being also an abject sinner. And so because that's something that she enjoyed with doing with like with God, like by watching her, I feel more like compelled to gravitate the other way for finding like connection to God because it like makes me miss the things I feel connected to. So basically, Heather, good time girl, slot in college. Whatever she wants to do to get connected with God, do the opposite, Jack and Henry. Do the Isn't opposite. that funny? She's like, you know what? I want to get to God. I want to get closer to God this season because Heather's getting further away from God. So that's my storyline. I was like, wow. I love the self-awareness there. It's like, I'm doing yeah. this to counteract what Heather's doing. <laughs> so that's she's odd. like, you know, I'm not proud of myself for the example I've suffered, Chuck and Henry. Like, now I know I'm spiritual, but like, it's like course correction for me. And I think this is like my way of acknowledging that I messed up. <gasps> yeah. You know, I'm, like, I'm not proud of my example because my example is like unachievable to be such a good friend to be such a loyal person, to be so good at what I do, I'm upset that I, I created such unachievable goals for my children. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Jack's like, well, the great thing about religion is like you can do it different ways, you know? Like you don't have to do it one way. You could do it like all kinds of different ways. And she's like, um, okay, but you know what? You do have to have a good core. And if your core is focused on God, it's easier. Like you need to have a God core. 
Okay? You need to do like down dogs, but like, did you know that dog is God backwards? You need to do down gods. You need to Downward build up god. your core god. Okay? <laughs> Fudge religion. No. Honestly. No, there's... <laughs> There's no religion based on fudge. So John is like, well, I um, beg to differ, ma'am. <laughs> I would be very interested in that spirituality. So yeah. John says, uh, he's like, well, I think meditation is a way that you don't necessarily have to be saying words or speaking words in your mind, but like, ver- but like, or at least verbally, it's kind of like what Jack's doing right now. And Jack's basically like asleep, <laughs> listening to them. Yeah. John's like, yeah, you know, meditation, like you just like, you just like, don't say anything out loud, just in your head. Like, I mean, listen, it's how I've gotten through this marriage. You said that out loud, John. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll never do it again. (laughs) So now we go to uh, Whitney and Lisa are now there. Now they're at the slopes. And he's like, hi, Whitney, are you ready to do this? I'm going to be like on the bunny hill. Like, hey, I can see Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. And Jen oh, my gosh, shot. I love your place. Of course you did that. She's doing her, like, I'm talking really high now voice because I'm a fun person. Yeah, and Jen Shaw is there in a puffy jacket she looks like a godiva chocolate she's just in that gold shininess <laughs> you know she's like she she looks like she just came fresh from the cash the, the checkout register by the impulse buys she's like oh my god i really fit in look i totally fit in ah. so yeah. um uh whitney tells us we live in utah utah is known for having the best snow the best from the top utah is known for snow in the best ah, world snow Snow is the word. Snow word. Utah. Oh, God. You take this over. I can't do it. And they're doing this weird thing where they're like, okay, let's watch them ski now or snowboard or whatever they're doing. And they're like, Lisa. Like they show Lisa going. It's like Lisa. And it's in pink at the bottom of the screen in big letters. And then yeah. like, Whitney. Whitney skiing. I'm like, did someone over there just discover typing on the screen? What's happening? And they did that in Girlfriends of Paris halfway through the season, where they're like, "Aja, like, okay." <laughs> the power of fonts. So when he says they're gonna they're gonna stop fucking around, they're gonna start going to the bunny hill. She goes, and as we all know, that's the place where bunnies go to hill. Anywho, so we're at the big girl hill now. So it's like skiing, and then it's like it's just like funniness and people wiping out and and falling over and jen says that her oh god no no i was gonna say that jen's saying that her skiing is improved it's like fun and games yeah she's like i attribute that to hard work dedication and taking anxiety pills yeah that's the winning combination um wait there's there's pills for anxiety there's pills for yeah yeah pills oh i thought you meant like an orange pill no (laughs) I was like, is there an anxiety fruit now? <laughs> what tree grows anxiety? Is it hard just, to kill them? <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love Jordan Pill. No, Whitney. Uh, so, Whitney, I don't know why this made me laugh so much, but she goes, Yeah, everybody, party on the mountain. I was like, You had to take a pause between mount and tin, Whitney. <laughs> So now they're talking, and Jen's like, does anyone see my goggles? And they're like, yeah, they're on your arm. And she's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. So 
Um, they start talking about audition day. And Lisa's like, oh, my God, how did your audition go? I love that Lisa took this so seriously. She's the only one who's like, can't wait for the call. Can't wait. You know, she was sitting there like every time her phone rang, she's like, scam likely. I'm going to risk it. Did I get it? Did I get it? Did I get it? She's like, I can't wait. I I can't wait to let Playbill know I've been chosen to be part of Heather Gay's local community choir. Uh, um, you know, you're going to play with Jessica Bill? <laughs> play Bill, Whitney, play Bill. I love her. Um, so uh, let's see. They start talking about that. And um, Whitney's like, well, apparently I made it. I'm going to be in the core. And um, Lisa's like, so did I. So did I. That's amazing. And uh, then we see Heather calling them. And Heather's like, honestly, Lisa, you were like one of the best singers of the day. And, you know, Lisa's knows it. Lisa's just like, yeah. And then we see her calling Whitney. And she's like, Whitney, I would love for you to come sing soprano in my choir. And <laughs> when he's like, um... I don't, I, I, I thought it was just a TV show. I don't know the song. <laughs> Woke up this morning, got myself out of bed. No, Whitney, not the Sopranos theme got song. Got myself a guy. <laughs> Whitney, no, 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 no. So then uh, Whitney's like, the last time I saw Heather, she physically escorted me from the house with like the Lisa stuff. I challenged Heather and I said, have you even considered Lisa's side of it? And she physically grabbed me, wrapped me in rope, lit me on fire, put me <laughs> in a vat of acid and pushed me out the door. Yeah. Um, no, she didn't. You fucking liar, Whitney. <laughs> she did. Whitney is so full of She's like a chronic liar. Like, what the hell? And Lisa goes, oh, my God, is that even real? No, it's not fucking real. So no. Jen's like, well, you know what? I'm surprised that Whitney defended Lisa to Heather, but I find her reaction completely out of character. What's going on with Heather? <laughs> and Lisa's like, all of her stuff, she's like a house of cards built on lies. And if one of those cards moves, it's all going to crumble. That's why she got upset with you and 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 upset with you. Lisa, come on, stop it. Just get back to it. Sorry. Sorry. I got swept up in the notion. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Crumble. Crumble. And uh, Jen's like, well, when I told her about the stuff with Angie, she was like genuinely upset. She was like so upset. I was like, Heather, are you okay? And she was like, I'm upset. So then why? And then Whitney goes, yeah, in the moment. <laughs> Good, yeah. yeah. She you took called a big alien balloon and she wiped her tears with it. She was so sad. She she was so sad. She, she, she had to console herself by eating a slice of my... Tall gray ice cream cake. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. In the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the moment, Whitney. And then we go to the auditions, and I'm like, well, why aren't you saying something to Angie? I mean, whenever we're in a group setting, she's like, she steps back. And she's like, yeah, well, I keep showing up for Heather. And you know, that's the most important thing is to show up places. And I fell, it fells, I fell completely let down. Like I'm always chasing her. Like I'm constantly the one that's like, are we good? 
like, hey, I just shared all this trauma and I'm trying to explain to you in the past when I stirred the pot or was messy. That's where I learned to behave like where I got attention. So, like, I'm trying to break that pattern. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? All right, so for, from this, what I'm getting is she's saying she's always stirred the pot because she gets attention that way because of childhood trauma? I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Her, but also, she, you just stirred the pot and said that Heather physically removed you from her home. Like, you're saying this in the same 60 seconds, lady. She literally, someone gave her a log line for the season, and she is just doing the log line someone said okay your arc this season is that you realize that you have childhood trauma and you're trying to break the cycle and that when you stir the pot um it's really actually just a survival mechanism for dealing with trauma and so now every time she goes somewhere she's like don't you realize i'm trying to break the cycle because when i stir the pot i'm just i just I'm just trying to, it's I'm, it's my way of getting attention from my childhood trauma. It's like, uh, ma'am, that's nice, but we just want to know, like, what flavor ice cream you want. Or something like <laughs> this is a Wendy's, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling her I'm in pain and trauma, and she never once picked up the phone. And she was like, you know what? I'm not good with ambiguity. I would rather pick up the phone and say, I'm hurt. I ain't hurt. Or, you know, like, walk outside, like, on the sidewalk, like, outside a club and say, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? Like this is how I feel about ambiguity. Uh, rather than talk behind your face, I'd rather call you up and say, "I'm hurt. I'm hurt." And furthermore, have you ever thought about building a website? Because I think it can really help your business. At age seventy-five, it's never too late. It's never too late. I'm not good with ambiguity either. I can only use one hand to do certain things. <laughs> I'm right-handed. That's ambidextrous, Wendy. I love Dexter. Ambiguity. With Jessica Bill in that. <laughs> ambiguity is so funny. And the way he took care of that baby with those other two guys. That's Steve Gutenberg, not ambiguity. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> that doesn't even sound the same. In the Fuck moment. You! In the in moment. The moment. <laughs> if life was full of moments, would you even know you had one? Life is full of moments. <laughs> Moments in the woods. But what? at least you have one. <laughs> what did I have? Where's my moment? Why is it oh why is it always or why can't it be and it makes the or mean more than it did before? So now we get ha 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 and it's guys dance music because it's guys day guys and we know because we see brisket being cut which is what men eat men eat brisket damn it <laughs> yeah so um it's barbecue barbecue at, at coach's house so seth comes over and he hugs sharif in the doorway he's like ha ah, bring the south to your mouth like, whoa, I'm sure it's like, yeah, you know, it's barbecue. This is time, not time for wives. It's barbecue day. Only men eat barbecue. Hey, meet the chef. He makes barbecue. And the chef's like, hi. And, and Seth's like, I gotta give you a hug, man. Bring the south to your mouth. That is like a 12 out of 10 on the tagline scale. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Bring the south to your mouth you know uh, you got anything you got any kind of food that rhymes with taint 
<laughs> bring the no no there's no direction what about bring the east to the yeast infection wow where do i come up with these things that's the that's going to be the tagline for my new taking a bath with your wife company i'm about to start <laughs> bring the west to the breast it's right there on the table which are on the table ah. here comes one right now so seth gets his own diary room session and news news alert seth now has a mullet Okay, yeah. if if Seth wasn't skeeving you out enough last week in the bathtub with his taint, he showed up this week with a greasy mullet. So welcome to TV, Seth. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Okay. And so all the husbands are coming over, uh, like, and it's like all the husbands because we even see like Ernesto, who's Dana Dana's husband, and Sean, who's Angie K's husband. So it's really like everything. And husband um, audition. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, we get it show okay i know you guys are having fun with your sound effects etc we get that the husbands are all going to come over we don't need a ding dong every two it's like hi ding dong hi ding dong hi ding dong i get triggered every time i hear that <laughs> so yeah again listen to ronnie's story about the ring doorbell and the dog on ding patreon dong. Ding so dong. then so then justin walks up walks in and he sees ernesto and he goes Oh, he's like, so your wife is, he goes, Dana. He's like, oh, <laughs> Justin has no idea who Dana is. <laughs> Yo, the fuck is that? <laughs> Dana? We barely know who Dana is. I know. So, uh, so just like, oh, great to meet you, whoever you are, sir. And then the life of the party, John Barlow, mid meditation comes right on in. Hey, hey, John Barlow. <laughs> I think it's a good time for me and Seth to talk because there's like more to talk about than what Lisa said. There's more things to straighten out than just that. <laughs> like, oh, we're we're scared. Bring it on, John. Wow. Yeah. So then, so Sharif uh, is like, okay, I want to say grace, everybody. Let's say grace before we eat. And he's like, I would like to thank you, Lord God, for everything that you've given given us. Um Social security number is all right. This is audience participation. <laughs> you want to go ahead and start, Seth? My social security number is yearly income is mother's maiden name is Amen. Thank you. Bringing the South to your mouth. So, <laughs> so Seth. Bank of America password. Bring the South to your mouth. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. But the O is actually a zero in mouth. So, um, <laughs> three, six, nine. So then, mm. uh, so then Seth is like, how much time do we have to eat in silence before it's just like, <laughs> before the women come? Am I right? Let's just enjoy this shit. There's no women around. Ah. And, um, of course, they're like, yeah, women, why we brisket? What are they going to eat a salad? Ooh. Um, that's more energy than anybody in the scene had, you know, <laughs> yeah, to be more. fair. Uh, so they're like, wow, it's so quiet without women here. And then, sure enough, hey, the strippers are here. <laughs> Jen comes in, and <laughs> Sharif is like, oh my God, I'll get her out of here right now, guys. He's like, no women allowed. Baby, we're having brisket. She's like, ew, I'm leaving. So she leaves. Guys, you don't interrupt this guy's luncheon 
around a small table with no one speaking. Come on, we're having too much fun. Come on, stop it. In this yeah. stagnant, like, Tuesday afternoon air. So then... Um, I know the- since Jersey and Atlanta, people are... You know, those shows have had good um, track records with husbands on the show. This is not one of those shows, okay? We do not need husbands spending husband time on this show. Please. Yeah. I, I'm begging. I think husband time, I think it... I would actually say it is a 99% failure on every Bravo show. Jersey can get away with it because for whatever reason, because they're all like ridiculous, you know, but when the husband time, when the vibe is like, Hey, we're chill. Like, like that episode of marriage to medicine this, this season, when they all went to Kieran's office for two <laughs> segments and we're like Botox. And I was like, what is this? And this, it just doesn't work. I'm sorry. Husbands on Bravo generally are not very interesting. I think we have to move past these kind of segments. All right. So silence It's awkward, you know, and everybody's just looking around chewing and there's not even music. Oh, I hate that when you have to eat with people and there's like nothing but the sound of like, mm-hmm. and a dishwasher so- in the background. Yeah, Justin's like, you know, I feel the tension between Seth and John. I'm just surprised because, like, we have a guy code. Like, even though the ladies are mad at each other, it doesn't mean we have to be mad at each other. Yeah. Hey, let's look at brisket. (laughs) So then they stand up and they look at this chef season a brisket which is something i feel like you do before you eat the brisket but that's fine so they yeah, look at weird. it like they have to get a demonstration <laughs> of cooking the brisket after they've eaten you know <laughs> i know so they're just like staring and they're like yeah cool um, so you put um a dry rub on the meat yeah cool. crazy and the chef's like now this is a big piece of meat but don't be intimidated unless you're the cow of course because that was didn't work out well for him otherwise just you know you put stuff on it and they're like wow look at that what is that powder? Is that dirt? No, it's a it's a seasoning. Is that a dry rub? I think it's a dry rub. Where's the chocolate syrup? Okay, Justin, simmer down. Simmer down. So guy code, guys. Guy code. <laughs> guy code, guy code. Don't talk about the chocolate syrup and the brisket. So then Seth is like, uh he sex Seth Seth and John go outside to talk. So they stand very awkwardly in this like backyard. And John is like holding on to a railing for dear life. And Seth is like, you know, I've never had a situation like this where I have a friend who went crazy on my wife. And when you see Meredith, like, I know, like, you didn't talk to her at the party. And I don't know if you're trying to avoid her. He's like, no, I was in my own zone there. I think I had a whole conversation with her. I was saying, dear God, you know, thanks for everything you gave us. Please get Jack the Ranger over you. Maybe that was in my head. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that was just in my head. Maybe it's a meditation. Oh, and he's like, uh, he just laughs uncomfortably and they stare at each other. And Seth's so like, yeah, okay. Well, how would you feel if Meredith said Lisa Barlow's a garbage whore, family's a piece of shit, et cetera, et cetera. And John goes, uh, well, <laughs> I value your friendship and everything. So hold likewise. on. Let me look at my, hold on. I got this written down. Okay, it says that when you were in Arizona, your wife brought up rumors that Lisa cheated on me on JetBlue. No, out of the blue, out of the blue. So I don't know. I I don't know. Everyone can say dumb things. <laughs> Lisa is a very godly woman. Stop. Sorry, period. <laughs> He's taking a telegram from her. <laughs> 
And then in Arizona, stop. This is some very hurtful things to Lisa. Stop. <laughs> Western Union, stop. So Seth is like. <laughs> He's like, hold on, hold on. Thank you. Is your buzz is your watch buzzing in Morse code to tell you the rest of the sentence? What's happening here, buddy? Dash, dash, dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dash. Sand, sand, sand. So he's like, uh, yeah, so I value our friendship. So and so it's like, likewise, bro. Is that was that it? But was there more said in that scene? I'm so glad you wrote all that down because I have I have it going from piece of shit garbage horror family to I value your friendship. And I was like, that was the talk. Um, it was basically like that. Basically, Seth push. So basically, Seth said, hey, how would you feel about it? If, Lisa, you know, if uh, Meredith said this about Lisa and then then John was like, well, but Meredith went to Arizona and started a rumor of that uh, that Lisa cheated on me. And then Seth is like, yeah, but, you know, at least Meredith said it to her face instead of behind the back. And then John was like, but again, your wife tried to start a rumor about my wife. And um, basically they were like, this isn't going to go anywhere. So they just agree that they they value each other's friendship and they go. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? That's way too much to get into, you know, with them. Like, they're they not going to solve anything. They, but you know what they know what they did was they both did what they had to do. So that way they could comfortably tell their wives, I stood up for you. Right. That's what that so, was. So um, they go back in and Sharif is like, here's what I want to know. Just one question. What was the name of your first childhood pet? Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, we're just all doing what our wives are asking us to do today. So thought I'd get that out there. <laughs> yeah. So then they're like, so uh, like, what about you? Are are you are you better or whatever? And so Sharif is like, well, you know, I believe God never makes mistakes. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And some days are hard and some days I cry and it can be hard and sad. And, you know, I can't do what most men want to do for their wives. I can't fix the situation. I just feel absolutely helpless. And Justin's like, and you tried rolling around in chocolate syrup on TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, might I suggest turning your HVAC closet into a speakeasy bar? <laughs> <laughs> I want to suggest that one. Just um, call so it they're like, art. they're like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's gonna be okay, Sharif. And then um, Seth's like, yeah, we're all with you. So they do a hand pile. They're like, whoa, boys, brisket, boys like brisket, hand pile. <laughs> and so he's like, so what I want to know is how are you getting through? Uh, you want to know how I'm getting through it? This right here, because this day will last. This will fortify me. And Justin's like, well, guys, my life changed this week, too. Um, I stepped away, or I guess I should say parted ways, with a company <laughs> that I've been with for seven years. I was like, aren't you 60? Why are you acting like seven years they should be giving you a gold watch? I know. That's not you that have, long, right? That was like have- seven years. You need to have two decades under your belt before you start pulling this move. Before you try to upstage the person whose wife is going to jail for the rest of her life. Well, you should have started with this and not let Sharif go through his whole thing first. You know? I know, like, well, guys, I lost my job I've had for seven years of selling soap. I don't know what he does. He sells um, 
Well, he sold like uh, things, powders and pills, and you know, like uh, what am I trying powders to say? And pills like and pills like, and like vitamins type thing, oh, supplements. right? Supplements. I think mm. it's supplements. I think. Wow. So uh, now we go. More importantly, we go to Meredith at home for the great white bean salad of 2022 scene. So Guys, Meredith is there. This is big. This is a huge scene. We get Meredith's family in this scene and her vocal twin sister, which I know. Wow. Myra. The, wow. We also get the answer to the question of how many Marxes does it take to slice a lemon? And the answer apparently is four. Three. Oh, four. <laughs> Three. Well, they three, all four? Actually, I think it was it was three, but it felt like four. It had four energy, but it was three. Yeah. So, um, so basically, Merit's at home. She's got you know two. They're like two sort of teenagers that are next to her, and she is she Meredith looks like she's about to do the weather. She has so much makeup on right now, and uh, she's like, "Well, I thought we make a little snack. How about a little white bean salad?" <laughs> Which is, of course, what every teenager wants to hear when they visit their aunt's house. Like, "Yay, visiting!" I aunt can't wait Meredith. to go to Aunt Meredith's house and eat some white bean salad. God, I hope she has white beans. <laughs> I hope Aunt Meredith has her special white bean salad for us today. But they're actually very soft-spoken like this. So they'd be like, yeah. I hope she has white beans today. Oh, God, I hope we don't get a black bean salad at Auntie Meredith's house. <laughs> I so, hope she doesn't have Kit Kats and Snickers bars. I just want a white bean salad. <laughs> so she's like, well, you, you want to open the can singer, Alex? So <laughs> she hands him a can, and he's like, uh, uh, she goes, oh, honey, the mess is worse than the house. <laughs> so then Myra, her, so it's Myra and Meredith. So Myra's like, hi, I'm Myra. I'm Meredith's sister. Hi, I'm Meredith, Mer- Myra's sister. And Myra's like, hey, what do you, what 100%. Are you guys Even the head shake. Like, even the like, ah, I'm, I'm on Golden Pond. Like, even that, they both do it. It's hilarious. And Myra is also, My- Myra's dressed like she's about to go to a gala. You know, they're both, they're just like all so made up to make white bean salad. <laughs> like, like they have so much makeup on. They're in like a look. They just came out of glam. They're like, okay, let's make this white bean salad now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, the Alex is like, yeah, we're traveling for college soon. And Myra, who's basically the Sherry O'Terry version of Meredith. Like she looks like <laughs> Sherry O'Terry, but she's imitating Meredith. She's like, well, it is so different, Mary, than how when we went to college. And she goes, yeah, I'm sure it is different. We're on the older side of the, you know, back in our day, we had to know how to open camps, first of all. Back in our day, when we played beer pong, it was... Actually, we would just have to chug white bean salad, but you know, times have changed. <laughs> Used to be white bean pong. <laughs> have you ever done a white bean white bean beer pong? Wow. I knew I was gonna marry Seth the second he did a white bean shot off my butt crack. Am I allowed to sing that in front of the cans? Have you ever played flip cup with white bean salad inside it? It's very hard to do. 
So uh, the kids are like, oh, you're not old. You guys look great. And Myra goes, age is a mindset. Like, it's also a number that describes how fucking old you are. Would everybody stop saying age is a mindset? No, it's not. It's a warning sign. Okay. Like, is the temperature on your stove or your oven uh, a mental thing? No. It's warning you you're about to burn your fucking house down if you don't turn the shit down. Okay, numbers are there for a reason. That's why they take your blood pressure every time you go to the doctor's. Fucking age is nothing but a mindset. Get the fuck out of here. Tell my stretch marks that. Well, here is some evidence that uh, these are four people who've never cooked a thing in their lives, and uh, I'm not saying that just because Meredith's refrigerator is filled only with soft drinks. <laughs> but um, so Meredith puts down a lemon to slice it, and she puts it down. She's holding it like. Like it's like a living, like a it's like a like a duck. Like she found a duck and she's holding the duck's neck down on the cutting board, and she's yes. like, ah, like, like it's alive. And she has her knife on it. She's all unsteady. So then her nephew goes to steady the <laughs> the lemon and puts his knuckles right under the knife. And then Myra comes in and puts another hand on the other. <laughs> And Myra's like, hold the lemon. You're not holding the lemon, Alex. Watch your finger, Alex. <laughs> the only reason why the niece wasn't part of this is there was no room left on the lemon. Like, I was surprised she wasn't just, like, holding someone from behind. Be like, I got you. I got you, Aunt <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> so Meredith tells us about her sister. She's like, well, uh, Myra lives in Chicago, but we're very close. Like, any relationship, you have ups and downs. And um, we had a rough time last year with everything going on with my father and my nephew. And then we see a clip of her saying that she was fighting incessantly with her sister at the reunion. Yeah, and they were they were they were fighting because it was hard for them to um, fulfill the different needs they had for closure with what was going on with their dad. So uh, they start talking we're not about serving white bean salad at the wake. <laughs> yes, we are. We are not. Over my dead body, are we serving white bean salad at the wake? How dare you say over my dead body at a wake? <laughs> We'll do pinto beans. Oh, and now you're going to talk about the car that dad got you, but not for me. Great. <laughs> real great. So um, uh, so basically, they're, they're throwing an event, which I don't think we've heard much about this event. Maybe we have, but they don't really explicitly say what it is, but it sounds like it's probably going she's, to be a charity event. Yeah, for, she told us that she's throwing an event because her son had mental health issues, so she's going to throw right. an event that raises money for... The, I think it's the mental health center that he went to, or maybe it's just like a general thing that goes to fund those kinds of places, those kinds of centers. Yeah. So um, so they, so they, Myra and Meredith sit down, and Myra's like, why don't we sit down and eat some of this white bean salad, iconic bean salad, as I like to call it. And Meredith is like, well, I'm kind of cold. Are you warm? Really? I mean, no matter what is the rule, if you're warm, I'm cold. Don't you remember the first rule of Myra Mare? <laughs> Myra Mare? Sister! Sister, <laughs> my grass is always greener. Wow, that's wonderful. What's wonderful? You're always warmer. You're colder. Grass is always greener. Except What's so wonderful? You can cut a lemon. Ah. <laughs> Commercials, here comes one right now.
So, um, Meredith, it, star, okay, now we have to get serious. Okay, hold on. Get all the white I know, Now we have to transition into like actually like <laughs> heart wrenching material yeah here. okay so this is really sad for sure so meredith is talking about so finally we hear because she said a few times that her uh nephew is, has been struggling with mental health stuff so she was saying you know there were signs growing up that he just wasn't happy and struggling and that he had to go to multiple facilities for mental health and drug addiction um, but nothing was helping and then finally last winter he drank a bottle of bleach which is fucking crazy yeah my god could you imagine horrifying i mean uh i just i feel my heart goes out to the the kid who you know for being in such pain but the great news is that he's alive and he's also doing a lot better and he's in therapy and um apparently he's doing really well in therapy and he's been recognizing a lot of his triggers and now he actually wants to help other people i think especially probably teenagers who are in his shoes which is like so wonderful you know so so yeah. then Myra's like, and you doing this event is special because it's you. It's you, the always warm Meredith. <laughs> so here's what we want at the event, Sarah. So we want positive vibes. And you really have to think it through. Who do you want at our positive event? Yeah, she's basically saying like, all right, I'm doing as you said. I'm emphasizing positive. So when you don't invite someone, you can blame me. That's what sisters are for, Meredith. <laughs> so Meredith goes, well, that's a wild card positivity with these women. I mean, I mean, it's not just it's not just Lisa now who's not positive. It's lots of women who reject white bean salad wholly. It's terrible. She's like, well, you know, we get to Arizona and Whitney has this meltdown and we have to tell Lisa that we've been spreading rumors and then she was so incessant about it and John said something to Seth. That's how bad it got. And then we see Seth telling Meredith that um, Meredith is accused of not being there for Lisa and that Lisa had an affair. And she's like, well, I did not accuse her of having an affair. Whitney then. Yeah, so now Meredith is mad at Whitney because Whitney has made it look like Meredith is the one who's spreading the rumors when Meredith merely just heavily insinuated to Whitney and then Whitney <laughs> fell for the trap and did all the rest of the legwork. So, um, so Mara's like, well, you certainly don't need to deal with that. No one deserves that, especially when you are feeling very warm in this very cold house. Yeah, she's like, no one deserves that. That's not a friend. So then um, we go to Heather at choir rehearsal, uh, someplace <laughs> called Hardware. So um, she's like, oh, this is a nice place. Is this a keyboard in this box? Amazing. I feel so spiritual right now. Thank you guys for being here. I can't believe this is actually happening. Like, literally, like, when I joked to the producers, why don't we just start a choir? I don't know. What do you want me to do this season? And they said, sure, that sounds great. I can't believe they actually took the ball and ran with it. So here we are doing a choir rehearsal. And the first rehearsal is here. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I just really want to create a safe space of renewal and spiritual centeredness. And uh, so... He's, she's like, let me sing something. Go ahead and hit it, Chuts. Give me a note. He plays a chord. He's like, blah. And she's like, ah. <laughs> Give me another one. He's like, blah. Blah. 
I think the tabernacle choirs okay no no competition in salt lake so then your favorite jen shaw's riding along with a megaphone in angie k's car like actually speaking the megaphone in the car and angie k so desperate to be on the show is like you know doesn't is not like hey jen do you mind not doing that thanks so much she's like i'm ready i'm so ready i'm ready to do this like off we go and Angie uh, K is trying so hard. And normally you like things, you know, housewives, you should be effortless. You shouldn't have to try, you know, and you're already with the most try hard housewife of all time, Jen Shaw, you know, yeah. so like we don't need more from you, ma'am. But she is, you know, like get, let her have her audition season. But God, she's like, oh, my God, you look beautiful. You look just amazing and beautiful. Uh, have a skiing. Have a skiing. And she's like, well, they talked about how they both made it in the choir. So that was something. Um, but Heather, like, Heather doesn't even have a problem with what Angie did. And you can't say you're my ride or die. Wait, hold on. We're passing a church. <laughs> so what? What am I supposed to sign of the Okay, sign of the cross. Yeah, I sign of the cross whenever I pass a church. <laughs> yeah. And so um, Jen is like, I mean, if the tables were turned, you better believe I would have cussed out Angie and Chris Harrington on Heather's behalf. I would have been like, that was wrong. You don't do that. Apologize. What about me? What about me? <laughs> so Angie's like, well, there's a few other things to talk about. And uh, she's like, what do we need to handle? What do, we need to, who do we, who do we need to handle? She's like on her megaphone again. And Angie goes, well, um, keep that keep that ready because you're going to need it. Meredith has invited me to swim class last week. And I was there with Dana. And you know, she brought up the situation at the choir audition and started off by saying, like, what the hell was this all about? This, like, Jen bullying thing. Jana. Dana was saying that about Jen and you, and you bullying. So now we get three days earlier. Yeah, we see um, Dana saying, don't you think she could have handled it differently? I mean, it was almost bullying. Like, no one puts her ass in check. It's the weirdest thing. And Jen's like, bullying? Bullying? She said bullying? She's, like, hitting the windows, the ceiling. <laughs> bullying? <laughs> she's, like, just losing her shit. And she's like, how am I the bully in this? And Dana, what you're not going to do is go around labeling me. Bitch, you don't even know me. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, like, uh, like, how am I the bully when Angie Harrington and and Chris Harrington set up an account under my name? How am I the bully here? So Angie's like, well, you just have to be careful and not be dangerous, not be around dangerous people and people that don't have your back, like I do. Me, Angie K, future sweetheart of America. Yeah, have your back like the lady who just saved you from Satan coming into your body because you didn't get silent and signed the cross when you passed a church. <laughs> That's me, that's. So they go to choir, we go back to choir rehearsal and some people come in and um, Angie Harrington comes in in PJs. Yeah. And, um, and then Heather's- it's Whitney. Whitney I'm here. here. <laughs> oh my gosh, Whitney, I didn't think you were coming. I can't believe it. I'm so happy that Whitney came. Like, you know, not showing what's going on with them, but like, I mean, I mean, showing that, <laughs> showing that like, you know, if we have a positive experience together, we can make a deposit in our friendship group, you know, friendship bank. Sorry, just move on. I'm messing up every single thing that Heather said right now. I was surprised I was invited to be here, too. And she tells us, I want to repair my relationship with Heather, so I have to show up and support her, even if it's uncomfortable. We're singing Mormon hymns. And she was literally with me when I was signing papers about how much trauma I have around the Mormon church. 
<laughs> She's doing sat hands, like satting at us. <laughs> I'm, I feel the feeling of the trauma. So... <laughs> Um, so Heather is basically, um, she says she wants people with a, she wanted people with a base level love of music so that way they could all come together and be comfortable singing. You need to, you're going to need to, you're going to need to up the stakes. Okay. You can't just say who loves music. Literally almost everybody. I mean, what what are you going to say? Like 95% of people can be in your choir. No, you need to be pickier. Okay. Yeah, seriously. So then, um, so Angie, so now Jen and Angie K arrive, and she's like, Angie's like, we're ready for this choir. We're ready now. We're ready. Girls, it's me, Angie K. I'm ready for the choirs. She's giving me extreme Lisa vibes with her straightened long hair and walking in her sunglasses. And then Lisa comes in right behind her, and she's like, hi, choir. <laughs> like, and yeah, by the way, that's every how time. To do it. And, that's how to do it. And Corey, the choir leader, every time someone walks in, he announces them. He goes, oh, my goodness, Lisa Barlow. Oh, my goodness, Angie Kay. Oh, my goodness. I feel like actually my Corey impersonation sounds more like Angie and my Angie impersonation sounds more like Corey. It's like it's a mix up. <laughs> so Lisa's like, well, in true Heather and Lisa fashion, there's no band-aid on our relationship. It's like sutures. They could be ripped out at any moment. And you know what? In the Ten Commandments, don't forget I'm very spiritual now, religious. In the Ten Commandments, there's one that's like, do not lie. So maybe singing <laughs> hymns will remind Heather. I love the idea of one of the commandments being, do not lie. <laughs> don't lie. Hi. Hello, Hebrews. So, mm-hmm. um, so Meredith is not there today because obviously she's there with she's hanging out with Myra. White being salad day, and um, Jen says that she's. But not I have buy- to add. I'm sorry. She's not there because she's with her family, but also she's the costume consultant. <laughs> You're right. You want Meredith as your damn costume consultant? What are people going to be wearing? You're going to be wearing fucking screen doors on their face by the time <laughs> you get to the performance. Don't ask Meredith. It's going to look like Monsters, Inc. on ice, you know? She wore a blazer as a bathing suit two weeks ago. <laughs> Do not ask Meredith. Well, everyone's going to be dressed up looking like one big happy white bean. <laughs> so. <laughs> white bean salad. The choir. Those who can. Cannellini. Can <laughs> um. So- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jen is uh Jen suddenly is happy and a strainer no can for his band. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go to the great northern part of America <laughs> now. So isn't there a bean called Great Northern? Did I make that up? Yeah, so that's beans? a bean. Yeah, great northern? great northern bean. I believe it's a white bean as well. Well, unfortunately, there's no great southern bean because then we could say, bring the south to your (laughs) mouth. mouth. (laughs) So Jen is like, now it's not the time for me and Angie Harrington to talk. But you know what? It's a damn good thing that there's no Dana Banana coming today. There, I said it, Dana Banana. Take it. (laughs) Take it, Dana Banana. I was like, wow, good one, Jen. You're really running out of steam on your way to prison. So 
Corey's like, okay, everyone, let me tell you all about my credentials. So I've been doing choir since negative three years old, and I've been teaching <laughs> choir to middle schoolers who don't appreciate it for about 35 years. Um, apparently, only one in 300 children enjoy the Pirates of Penzance. So that's what I've learned. <laughs> anyway, congratulations on teaching you songs. <laughs> So Heather's like, yeah, thank you so much for coming or whatever. So they all stand and Lisa Lisa comes right up. They're about to do warm-ups, like vocal warm-ups. So they stand and Lisa comes over and she goes, you know what? I was about to quit. I almost didn't come. You and I have to talk, Heather. And she's like, it just goes to Heather talking to us. And she goes, God, I hate her. <laughs> hate her. And so Heather goes, Lisa, like this right here is like bigger than all of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, I don't think any of us know what you mean. You guys are in the lobby of, like, an A-loft hotel <laughs> with, like, random people who've maybe sang one song in their life. I don't understand how this is bigger than any of you. And Lisa goes, yeah, but I want I want to be positive about you and me, you know? Because, listen, I'm working on you and me, and I'm putting in the effort, Heather. I'm putting in the effort. You know what God said in commandment number 16? Put in the effort, Heather. <laughs> You know what God's 12th commandment was? Hi. And that's what I'm doing. I'm bringing the spirit up. Hi. Hi, Whitney. <laughs> Hi, Moses. So Heather's um, like, it was a huge gesture for you to come here. I know that. I know. And so they're like, ah, ah, I don't know that your choir is really on the right track when everything they sings, everything they sing is in minor. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, just putting that out there. Uh, so, um, so then uh, Lisa's like, "Listen, I know you probably wanted to throw me out." Oh. and Heather's like, "I didn't. No, I didn't. I listen. I don't want to be in a space of contention and anger with you right now." Wait, what are they doing? What are those warm-ups? <laughs> are they are you guys just singing? This is inappropriate <laughs> hymn music. Inappropriate. Uh, why would you uh, Are you singing I Got High? What? By <laughs> Why would you take something so sensitive like my dad's obituary and death and the checks between you and me while my dad was dying and tweet that if you didn't want to go backwards with me? Why would you? (laughs) (laughs) God, Erica Jane is in here now. Listen, you have to see it from my side too, Heather. My character was denigrated because you told a lie. And I was like, I had to clear my name. And I second-guessed myself, Heather. And I'm like, am I that shitty of a person? <laughs> are you guys doing on display? Heather's <laughs> like, day. yes, you are that shitty of a person. You are. She's no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Oh. <sighs> Actually, that one works because you were being very toxic, Lisa. Very, very toxic. <laughs> so, um, so Lisa's like, Heather, I just feel like, do you like me? Like, yes or no question. Yes or no question. And Heather do you just like kind of looks like to the that? side, like, uh, and then we cut to commercial. And when we come back, she's like, Heather, 
Heather, that's a yes or a no. Do you like me? Yes or no? Do you like me? And Heather tells us, you know, Lisa, you're an empath, right? So let's put the facts aside and concentrate on the feelings. My feelings are hurt, so I need you to feel that. No, you don't get to just put the facts aside because you called her a liar on TV, and then people were calling her a liar all over the internet, and she was proving that she didn't lie. You can't just say, put the facts aside, when you're the one that fucked up in the fact. And I'm just going to say this, as much as I love Heather Gay, Lisa's one tweet about the dad's obituary does not even compare to the amount of discussion Heather Gay had about Meredith's dad dying last season, turning yes. into a storyline, the centerpiece of a conspiracy theory. So she really doesn't have a leg to stand on with this. <laughs> yeah, she really doesn't. But that's funny, because that was like the main storyline last year. And they're like, what? You said something about my father's funeral? Like, you made that the whole storyline, ma'am. It was the <laughs> linchpin of your season last year. So it's really, she really has to just drop this one. Yeah, so Lisa's still going, yes or no, Heather, yes or no, 11th commandment or 12th commandment? 11th (laughs) commandment is yes, and 12th commandment is no coke, just diet. Just diet coke, not regular. 14th commandment, thou shalt like Lisa Barlow. So are you a good Christian or a bad one? So Heather's like, why is that important to you? And she goes, because if you're saying my friend and you don't like me, then your actions are showing me that you don't like me, Heather. That's what your actions are showing me, Heather. And she's like, listen, I want to be a good friend with you, but you created a space where we weren't good and you don't own that. You don't own that you did that. I don't feel like that's the truth at all, okay? And Heather's like, well, if you want to start at ground zero moving forward, then fine. I want to be your friend. But you lied. Are you Are you for real? Are you for real? No, no. Let's talk through this. Let's talk through this. Come on. We can talk through this, okay? Or we can sing, away in a manger, no head for his pillow for his head. No walking away. Commandment 17, Heather. Um, so meanwhile, Angie... Uh, H is like uh, it's Angie H, right? I wrote Angie Angie Harrington pulls Jen. Yeah, it is Angie H pulls Jen to talk. And she's like, I want to talk to you, Jen. You know what, Jen? You're just a casualty in all of this, Jen. And I'm sorry, my husband's sorry, everyone's sorry. I mean, sorry, casualty. Okay, casualty (laughs) of war. Okay, Alex P. Keaton in a big bad war movie. (laughs) Okay. So, so, uh, was Jen, he in that? Yeah, was Michael Casualty J. Fox. Yes. I think it was Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn. Yes, good yes. me. Look at you. I win. You did I it. I win the Michael J. Fox movie of the day award. Thank you. Yeah. Take it over, man. Take it off. Go on. Okay. Well, okay. Well, so, like, there's all these rumors going around that affect my credibility and the secret to my success. Also, Michael J. J. Fox. <laughs> and. <laughs> Well, listen, Jen, we're walking on sunshine. Whoa. We're walking on sunshine. Wasn't that the main song of that movie? We're walking on sunshine. Hey. I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm not sure (laughs) about the answer to that. (laughs) But I do know one thing. Bow-bow. Yeah. Bow-bow. Yeah. Or as it's sung. Bow-bow. Yeah. (laughs) Bow-bow. Yeah. Bow-bow. Yeah. Are we sure this is a chorus song? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bow, bow, yeah. They're still doing (laughs) warm-ups. 
So Jen's like, well, I talked to Sharif, and he said that for him to be okay, Chris is going to need to prove that he knows how to dry rub a brisket, whatever that means, and he's going to need to apologize in public to a big dish of mac and cheese, which no one even touched. And Angie, and, and she basically says he has to apologize in public, and or a public apology, and Angie goes, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I just... I want to move forward, okay? Because where we're going, they don't even have roads, okay? They don't even need roads, okay? Michael Jackson again? Anyone? 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 Okay. I just, I don't like living in this space, okay? It's like, not living spaces! You use that for the choir. <laughs> living spaces. Living spaces. Living spaces. <laughs> so then, then we go back to Lisa and Heather, and Lisa's like, "You should know, Heather. When when we were in Arizona, there were a lot of lies being said about me, Heather, and that's important. That's important. It hurts me and my family. Jacques, Henry, Diet Coke, John." And Heather's like, "Listen, and I I agree with you." And I had not heard those lies, nor have I corroborated those lies. And I think those lies are absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Well, Whitney has been very consistent in saying that you guys were all a part of that. And Heather goes, but that's crazy, man. It's horrifying. It's crazy. So Lisa's like, well, why would she make that up? It's not like Whitney has a track record of just completely saying crazy bullshit (laughs) at any given moment, right? So, so Whitney's here. Whitney, Whitney, hi, Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Okay, come over here, Whitney. I'm saying I believe y'all. I'm saying I believe y'all. So, you know what? I choose to believe y'all, Whitney. And Whitney's like, hi. And Heather goes, no, actually, Whitney already recanted that. And Whitney goes, I have not. I have not redempted it. <laughs> I recant it, not recant it. Okay, positivity. Yeah. I think that Heather just conveniently forgets or really has forgotten because clearly you don't remember. I'm like, well, clearly you don't remember that your entire storyline this year is about not remembering things, but that's fine. (laughs) Oh, God. It's true. She's saying, like, listen, I'm not making light of any sort of trauma, but she is, her whole thing is she's like, oh, I'm like, I don't remember things. I'm starting to remember them now. I just feel like she should, like, be... Okay, people forget things. Okay, people forget things. And she suddenly has like no, she's like, oh, well, I'm saying that maybe she maybe forgot something. Maybe she honestly forgot something. It's like, well, yeah. So what else do you want? Yeah, and she's like, yeah, she forgotten. Or maybe she kind of forgot. Or maybe she pretend forgot. Or maybe she really forgot. It's like, good one, Whitney. You're you're <laughs> on it. So Heather's like, well, okay, listen, how do I fix this? What do I need to do, you guys? And Lisa's like, uh, you know what? Like, is that just an easy place for you to go to that you don't remember? Because when you called me for auditions and you said, I don't even remember how it ended. And then we see a clip of them on the phone. <laughs> and uh wait is this when we see it we see Where several I'm... clips of heather not remembering things conveniently right she says something like um you know the fact that heather can't remember things that she said to hurt me is a heather problem not a me problem so when he's like why am i here the last time i saw you and brought up lisa and defended her you pushed me out of your house and took an axe and chopped off my head. This is a ghost version of me. I'm already dead. 
you removed me from your house and started a PetSmart on fire. <laughs> and then you said you didn't remember. And Heather's like, um, listen, it's because what you said didn't land with me, and it wasn't being consistent and real. It was being fake as fuck. That's why, Whitney. And she's like, because I have a friendship with Lisa? And she's like, no, because you're fake, okay? Be friends. Be wonderful. I don't care. She's like, well, it's the first time I didn't get along, go along, run along, tag along, long, Shelly long, and I don't want to be in an awkward space anymore. Is that why? <laughs> and Heather's like, you know what? Don't, you know what? Don't go along to get along. And the awkward space is gone. Fine. It's gone. It's great. Look, I'm walking away from the awkward space. So Heather walks away, and Whitney goes, this is exactly what happened that night. She took me and put me into a cannon and shot me out of the house. <laughs> she told me to lay in the center of the table and then she chopped me in half. And I was like, my legs. But then I realized it was just magic. She made me click my heels together. And then I woke up in Kansas just like that night. <laughs> And Heather's, uh, Heather just walks off pissed. And so Whitney's like, yeah, well, when people show you who they are, believe them. I'm like, okay, Maya. Okay, Maya Angelou. <laughs> Shut up, Whitney. <laughs> She's like, yeah, well, if she doesn't want to be that level of friend with me, she could be on a different level. A, lo- a-, a level that's pretty high, but a little lower now. Ha. Huh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I've been shut down for the 100th time. So I'm done. I like when they showed that. They showed the clips of Heather saying she doesn't remember. Like Lisa being like, yeah, I came to your choir audition. And like, I mean, I thought you were totally mad at me and you were going to throw me out. And Heather's like, yeah, I don't even remember that. And then Whitney being like, and then you pushed me out of your house. And Heather's saying, I don't even remember that happening. (laughs) But in that case, she didn't. She just went to her bedroom and turned Whitney around and said, like, get out of my doorway. You know, go. So then. Yeah. So then, um, so now the whole group gets together to sing, and Angie H is like, "This will heal us. This this is gonna be something that's gonna heal us." And Angie K is like, "Not really, but let's do our best." So then uh, they start singing, "God be with you until we." I don't know. Meet again. Is that a famous hymn? Because I don't know it. I don't know. I don't. I don't have that now CD. So then, um, Dana go. Dana goes to Meredith's house for guess what? This is going to be a big shock for everybody. Charcuterie. Yeah, I guess they ran out of the white bean salad. It was such a hit. <laughs> we didn't have any left over, so I had to put out. I call it meaty white bean salad. I'm just like all meat. Hold the white beans. Know what I'm saying? I call it. Sharp Brooksery because he's such a cutie. Am I right? <laughs> I'm putting it on a small little plate, which is to say, well, I don't like you enough to get out a wooden board that can't go in the dishwasher. <laughs> but I'll put it in a plate. Just got back from the public's ootery. Okay, that's what this is. So Meredith's like, well, would you like some water, some sparkling water? And then it's like, oh, I'll have some sparkling water. And she opens her fridge, and it is just <laughs> top-to-bottom beverages. And she's like, Perrier, Pellegrino, ching, uh, Chopo Chinko, Waterloo, Lemon Lime, Plain. I was like, damn. What is this? Like, do they have a second fridge that we missed that has the actual food in it? Because there was nothing but beverages. 
And so Dan was like, whoa. So Meredith's like, well, I like Dana. I, I, her name's kind of funny. It's like, is it Dana? Is it Danielle? It's Dana. I don't know. I don't get it. But you know what? You know, I have to shed these toxic friendships. And it's nice to have someone who can come over and doesn't mind all those white bean farts. Because you know what they say. Beans, beans, they're good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you miss your toddler son, Brooksy. Am I right? <laughs> so what are you going to do? You're going to go out with your husband for date night? That's fascinating. What are you going to do for date night? And Meredith keeps talking about how glad she is to make new friends, but God, she looks bored every time she has to talk to anybody. She's like, so what are you doing for date night? And Dana's like, well, I mean, I think we're going to go, like, watch a movie. Because, you know, like, quality time, that's, like, so important. So when you can, like, finally get with your husband, but not actually have to speak to him for two and a half hours, just kind of be close enough to share popcorn, because, God, that stuff has gotten expensive. Am I right? Meredith's like, (laughs) (laughs) she's just asleep on her chest like Big Bird. (laughs) And Dana's like, yeah, you know, my husband and I, we fight a lot. Like, we fight really hard, but we also fight to stay together really hard. I mean, it's just, like, nothing. Like, he threw a chair at the wall, but to be fair, I threw an entire knife block at his face. And Meredith's like, well, that's nice. I wasn't really listening. Let's call Jen Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Jen is with NGK on a roof with a pool. So they're going to that roof pool thing. And um, they're like really trying to make, like, this is the most fun. Oh my God, we have floaty toys. Are we going to blow those? Are we going to blow them? <laughs> oh my God, like Megaphone. party on the roof of the Holiday and Express of South Salt Lake City. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's just the two of them with some inflatable uh, toys. And some little plastic coconuts <laughs> with straw, umbrella straws in them. It's like, yeah, party at the Sad. Hyatt place. So um, <laughs> they're like partying and it's awkward as hell. And so Jen's like, first of all, do you need me to hype you up? I have my mega. Please, you don't need your megaphone right now. Okay, <laughs> you don't need that right now. Go ahead and put that away. But I am excited for the trip. I'm excited for the trip, Jen. And she's like, yeah, I'm ready for the Jen Shaw hosted turn up. I don't want a healing trip. I don't want anyone bringing up trauma. I want a party. Hi, this is Whitney calling in. I heard that we're having a turn up trip. Um, I have an insensitivity to turnips. Can we make it a rutabaga trip instead? Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I... I'm triggered because when I was young, people said, did you just fall off the turnip truck? (laughs) And it turns out I did because I was stirring the turnips to get attention. I like this show is so cold. Everybody is just automatically sick of Whitney's storyline. They're like, we are not talking about trauma this time. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the point of the trip is to not talk about Whitney's trauma. (laughs) Uh, So Jen, yeah, Jen. (laughs) So then... Um, Jen FaceTimes Meredith because she's like, I'm gonna invite Meredith. So uh, she calls Meredith. Meredith's like, Hello, thank you for calling. I'm having the most boring conversation with I forget her name. Is it Dan, Dan- Danica, Fana, Blanda? I don't know. So Jen's like, Oh, we're calling because we want to invite you to San Diego. <laughs> the 
ever glamorous. <laughs> San Diego! And we're just like, look who I have here, a lady who eats Brooks Cutery. Okay. <laughs> and Dana's like, hi guys, I'm Dana. And Jen's like, ah, how dare you? And Dana, I would invite you, but I heard you were talking shit about me, girl. <laughs> And Martha's like, well, Jen, I think you and Dana have had some miscommunication going on here. And Jen, Jen's like, well, don't go be a bully because, like, that's not what the fuck is happening, Dana. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, I don't like the way you talk to people, Jen. I mean, I just don't tolerate stuff like that. She goes, wow, Dana, we are done. Meredith, we'll call you back, baby. We'll call you back. And she hangs up and she's like, I will not sit here and be called a bully. This will not happen. I'm being bullied. I'm the one being bullied. She starts having like a Jen Shaw meltdown and gets out of the pool. And she's like, I'm not doing this. I have to sit here and perpetuate this. Why? I'm being bullied. Fuck you. Fuck you, pool. Fuck you, blow up thing. Fuck you coconut and angie k goes this girl's a total stranger i'm like who are you angie k <laughs> yes it's a total stranger she goes no yeah. one cares what no one cares what she has to say i mean well aloha to me apparently just me crazy angie k on the rooftop of this radisson uh, Jen just having has a fit, screams and leaves. So funny. So then it says, still to come this season. Is this? Are we halfway through? We're already, already is eight. This epi- a short season. Well, we're, no, we're. I mean, we're already eight episodes in, which is kind of crazy. But it does feel a little short because if usually they do the whenever they say still to come, it's never like the second half is going to come. But then maybe last year, the second half came. They did the second half after the arrest. And the whole second half was crazy. As far as I can tell, the second half of this season is them just having dinner. Because all the clips were them at dinner. It was just them eating and yelling at each other. So I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to figure out how many episodes they had last, um, last season. One was a, last season was a long one. It was a big, long season. But this one, I think... Um, yeah, it, it's surprisingly short. This feels it feels huh. weird that that they're doing it on episode eight as opposed to episode ten. Yeah, because last year they had twenty. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. But I'm loving it. So funny, my god! I know it's so it's so <laughs> it's so silly. Like nothing makes sense on this on this season. But they're just they're just going for it. They're just trying. They're trying to make it all work. Yes, and the new act, the new actors on the show, because you know they just had them waiting in the wings. I heard that Angie K auditioned for this show like three years ago or something and didn't mm-hmm. get on, but now she's on, and it's like you know, it's just like okay, well you're the runner up, so we're just gonna need you to sit right on that bench right there and just wait until we need you, hun. Okay. Yeah. And I she's wish it's like oh my god, we don't even know that girl. <laughs> we don't know you either, ma'am. Yeah. Well, I, I wish they had given us a little bit more time with Dana because I feel like this moment would have would have landed better if we'd had more than just like one proper scene with Dana before this, you know? So like I think that they need to kind of like they need to boost that a little bit. As long as they have all these friends of, they need to kind of like amp that up a little they need to like work on that, some of the character development. But other than that, um Well, it's so hard to because they have them in these group scenes because that's how you introduce people to the show. Right. But they put them in these group scenes and they try. I mean, they showed in the 
the previouslys, who was Meredith, by the way. Previously, on the real landline. I was like, please make Meredith do this every week. It's so yeah. funny. But um, anyway, during that part, they showed where Lisa was trying to yell with her arms, and then Angie Kay's doing her arms right. under her. Because Angie Kay does this thing where she puts her arms out and then flattens her hands and like moves them down like that and so that's how she yells and so she was doing that under lisa's arms going crazy they showed that but it just shows you how hard it is because these ladies are already so strong you know like yeah. how are you supposed to get in there when jen is screaming her head off on a sidewalk at a choir audition you know yeah i also wonder if like maybe some of the um like 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 people have been commenting online that they feel like the energy is like a little off this season or whatever. And I wonder how much of that is the fact that they started filming with Jenny and then Jenny was fired. And then they, you know, probably whatever footage they whatever scenes they shot with Jenny beforehand probably are like they can't show. So I wonder if they're kind of like like sort of recalibrating and like sort of re like re-editing to kind of get the flow right i don't know i, I wonder how much that impacted i think it's very funny i think the show i think great. the energy is always off on real housewives of salt lake city and that's why it's funny it just looks like they're making it up you yeah. know it's like the waiting for guffman of housewives you know <laughs> i'm just waiting for it's like they're just waiting for someone to come on and tell them we've been filming this and you guys are gonna be on tv you know <laughs> it's like well i think we should i don't know let's go to a pool you know what we should have Coconut drinks. Oh my God. Someone should FaceTime. I'm going to yell at a pool floaty. Let's do that. What if we like throw in a, I know, let's do a trip to San Diego. I've got a friend who lives in Pacific Beach. Oh my God, San Diego. <laughs> anyway, everyone, thank you for being here. It's been a wonderful, wild journey. Sure White has, everybody. Thanks. White bean salad. We'll be back Love tomorrow you guys. with Winterhouse. Bye, everyone. Talk to you next time. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no last namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Aaron Kastner. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.